0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is chair, C H A I R. Really? You bet your life! Joe Marks in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers. The dealers who have on display the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission and the all new Plymouth, your best buy in the low priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only. Bravo!
2: Who's he? Oh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> Well, here I am again with $3,500 for one of our couples. Tidy sermon. Eh? It certainly is. Chairman, whose place?
1: Groucho, we uh, invited some delivery men to the show, and our studio audience selected James Walker to be a contestant. His yes. partner is Mrs. Mary Carr. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word, and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Mrs. Mary Carr and Mr. James Walker, huh? Mayor of New York, huh? (laughs) Mrs. Carr, we we get friendly in a hurry around here. You mind if I call you Mary? No, I'd like you to. Okay, now where are you from, Mary?
3: (laughs) I I was born in Philadelphia and raised in Germantown.
2: Mary, would you mind if I asked how old you were? I realize I might get slugged, but I think our listeners are always interested.
3: (laughs) This is one time in a woman's life when she doesn't mind telling her age. I was 80 last March.
2: Really? Well, you're a very good-looking 80, uh, Mary. Thank you. You can help me across the street any time you want. (laughs) Jimmy, how old are you? 29, Groucho. Where are you from? I'm from Highland Park in Detroit, about four or five miles from the DeSoto plant. Oh. Do you work for the DeSoto people? No, I don't. What sort of work do you do? I work for United Parcel Service. What kind of a racket is that? Well, that's a delivery system. Uh, We have about the best in the United States, I guess. Uh,
3: We deliver for retail.
1: That's enough.
2: He's a a parcel man, all right. He's all wrapped up in his job. Are there any special requirements for getting a job with your outfit? The main one is you have to be honest. Well, that's a pretty stiff requirement, isn't it? Uh, Let's forget it, shall we? How can they tell you're honest before they hire you? They can, but if you're not honest, they'll find out soon enough. I suppose the company gets a little suspicious when the delivery man hires a chauffeur to drive <laughs> the truck. There's always one way to find out of a man's honest. Ask him. And if he says yes, you know he's crooked.
4: <laughs>
2: Mary, let's converse with you. Now, let's see. You, you say you're from Philadelphia?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Did you go to school there or work there? Oh, I went there, to or?
3: school. I graduated from the normal school as a teacher. Yeah.
2: Oh, you were a school teacher in
3: Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. Is that
2: so? How long did you teach in Philadelphia?
3: I didn't teach I just a school teacher gone wrong. <laughs> what happened?
2: Did the truant officer catch you hanging around the pool room? What do you I mean did... you went wrong?
3: Oh, I became an
2: actress. You became an actress, eh? Huh?
3: Well, I, I hope that's what they called me anyhow. I went on the stage.
2: <laughs> were you in any Broadway plays?
3: Huh? Yes. Some of the Hoyt plays, uh, Alabama, the Cherry Pickers.
2: Texas Steer, were you in that? Wasn't that one the Hoyt plays, huh?
3: Yes, I think it was. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Way before your time.
2: You think so, right?
3: mm-hmm.
2: You're very flattering. Not only that, but you can't be a day over 50, Mary.
3: <laughs> you tell that to all the girls.
4: <laughs> it's true.
2: I tell it to a few men, too,
4: huh? <coughs>
2: Were you in any big shows that our audience might remember?
3: Oh, well, not stage show. I did the um, Mother and Over the Hill in the Silent Days, you know. Way over back. the Hill
2: of the Poor House? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that?
3: Well, was at least in 20.
2: Is that many? you sort of the fairy godmother of television, aren't you?
3: Huh?
2: <laughs> Your them. pictures will be seen for the next 20 years. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I've seen them.
3: No. My grandchildren call me up and say, Nanny, you're wrong.
4: <laughs>
2: I bet they have new respect for you now, don't they? They do. What kind of parts did you play in pictures, Mary? You didn't always play mothers, did you?
3: Well, I was a mother about two hundred times. Or more. <laughs>
2: That'd be a good title for a movie, you know. Yeah. I was a mother 200 times. (laughs) I was a mother 200 times for the FBI. (laughs) You say you were a mother in 200 movies?
4: Did Mm -hmm. you enjoy
2: playing this role so many times, ma'am? Oh, uh, well, it got to be rather boring, Croucho. Mm, Would you like to play a hussy in the pictures? uh... Oh, no. (laughs)
3: I couldn't be wicked at 80
4: (laughs) Mary, it hasn't
2: slowed me up (laughs) Well, it's been very interesting talking to you two, Mary But now it's time to play You Bet Your Life Let's see, now you select a dictionary quiz And remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is now you can start with a ten dollar question or a fifty or a hundred. Any anything you want. But one answer between them. will it How about seventy? Seventy, you want? Is
3: that all
2: right you with you? You know your dictionary? Is that all right yeah. with you?
4: Oh. <laughs> Which
2: part of the dictionary do you know, Jimmy? The outside or the inside? The outside, probably. <laughs> all right. What do you call the person who gives the parting address at a graduation?
3: The valedictorian. Valedictorian
2: is correct, huh? <laughs> and you now have $170. Now what do oh. you want?
3: Well, we might as well go on. We nothing to lose, 80? 80. What
2: it's do you right, call the you edge fine. of What do you call the edge of cloth woven to prevent raveling? A selvage. Selvage is correct. You now have $250 in your bankroll. You're That's pretty like, lucky to have I a partner sure like that, Jimmy. I sure am. <laughs> now you know what is the inside? Now, Why not the
3: want? N- well, let's go up. No, you're going down. N- right?
2: You want 90? <laughs> well, let's see how when you listen to this show. What does the word encomium mean? Uh, E-N-C-O-M-R-U-M.
3: It's a, uh, a praise.
2: That's uh, right. That's good enough. Stop right there. You now have $340. You know, I mispronounced it a few weeks ago on this show. For some curious reason, I said ecomium instead of encomium. And I got a ton of mail. All right, now, how much have they got? $340. Now, as your last chance to beat the other couples, what are you going to go for? 100 A $100? Hundred. A hundred? Right. is a more common time for a colliery? C O L L I E R Y.
3: Well, that's a mine. It's a coal mine. Don't
2: go any further all the way, you wind up with $440. Yes, well, thanks and good luck from the Minnesota Plymouth Dealers.
4: You're pretty true.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is National Safety Month. Can you see, steer, stop safely? If not, check your car. Check accidents. With the busy driving season here, now is the time to check your car. Be safe by driving a safe car. Last year, over a million people were killed and injured in needless automobile accidents. A good percentage of these accidents would have been avoided if the car owners had taken a small amount of time to have their cars checked. And to make sure your car gets a complete safety checkup, there's no better place to take it than to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. His factory-trained mechanics will go over every part of your car that can affect your safety to make sure they are all in perfect working order. Wheels, brakes, headlights, tires, steering, windshield wipers, glass, horn, muffler, taillights. You'll be surprised how little time and money it takes just to keep you and your family safe on the highways. Remember, to be a safe driver, you must be able to see, steer, stop safely. Check your car. Check accidents. Stop in where you see the sign of better service. The friendly sign of your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Music Groucho, we have a housewife for you, Mrs. Jerry Shipley and her partner... Why do
2: you always say you're a housewife for me? <laughs> I should change that, I guess, shouldn't I? Uh, <laughs> Let's take every... I'll take every other housewife, huh? Eh? All right. Uh, you take an occasional housewife. <laughs>
1: I have a housewife, Groucho, <laughs> and her name is Mrs. Jerry Shipley, and her partner is Mr. William Vaughn. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. <clears throat> Mr.
2: William Vaughn and Mrs. Jerry Gerard Shipley. Mrs. Shipley, I'll start with you. What is your first name? Jerry. Is that short for Geraldine?
5: No, I was christened Jerry.
2: You are. How come?
5: Well, it's just an old.
2: Spanish southern,
5: custom? Yeah, an old Southern custom giving girls uh, boys' names down there.
2: You know any girls named Hank in the South? I
5: know one named Henry.
2: Imagine being under a magnolia tree in the moonlight with a pretty girl, and you turn to her and say, Kiss me, Henry. <laughs> Probably hit you with a plate of corn pone.
4: <laughs>
2: Where are you from, Mrs. Shipley?
5: Well, I usually say uh, Paducah, Kentucky, because people ask so many questions, but...
2: Well, I should think so. Huh?
5: But it's, uh, it's a really, uh, it's really a little town called Barlow near there.
2: I see. And who are you again, I forgot all about? Jerry
5: Shipley.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're
6: both Jerry Shipley, I
4: think. No, I'm
6: Bill Vaughn. Uh, gotcha. Bill Vaughn, huh? You used to pitch with the Cubs, didn't you? No, uh not not me. Well? No? Well
2: they had a bond there.
6: Oh yes, several bonds.
2: You related to that bond? None whatsoever. You know he pitched a nineteen inning one nothing game against Brooklyn some years ago.
6: Well the bonds do great things at times.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you done anything great that you could tell us about?
6: Well, it depends upon what uh you may uh, refer to. That's true.
2: Well, where are you from? Well, let's start with that.
6: Huh? Well, I was born in Osceola, Missouri. <coughs> well, that's pretty great right And uh, <laughs> Moved to uh, Oroville, California when I was six years of age.
2: Oh. What sort of business are you in now, Mr. Bourne?
6: Well, I'm uh, Executive Vice President, uh, Secretary, oh. Treasurer, and Director of Electrical Products Corporation, manufacturers of... Neon and Zeon signs in the eleven Western states, and for many of the Desoto Plymouth dealers in the area. Well,
2: thanks for that information. I'll keep my trap shut for now,
4: because
2: I need a job as well as the next fellow. The next fellow happens to be a Harpo.
4: <laughs>
2: Do you have any interest besides being a housewife, Jerry?
5: Yes, I do. I have uh, some hobbies. I like interior decorating, and um, I like um, analyzing handwriting or graphology.
2: Is that what it's called graphology? Yes. Uh-huh. I thought graphology was what a politician did.
5: No.
2: Could you analyze my handwriting?
5: Yes.
2: If, uh, if I gave you a sample of a... Okay, I don't look. This will surprise a lot of people who didn't didn't think I could write at all,
4: huh?
2: <laughs> here you are. See what you can do with that, Jerry. And while you're working on it, I'll talk to your partner here. Uh,
5: all right.
2: You and Wiser. Now, Mr. Vaughan, do you have any outside interests?
6: Yes, uh, Groucho, I'm the illustrious potentate of Malika Shrine Temple, Los Angeles. Ancient Arabic order, nobles of the Mystic Shrine.
2: What are some of the activities of these uh,
6: organizations? We have uh, many charities centered uh, primarily upon the what we consider the world's greatest fraternal philanthropy, Shriners Hospital for Crippled Children. We have discharged more than two hundred and fifty thousand crippled children who were materially aided or completely cured.
2: I must say, your lives does a great job, Bill. I know all about your work, and I, I congratulate you. It's, you do a wonderful job. Yeah. Well, Mister Shipley, how do you analyze my handwriting? What kind of a fellow am I? Tell the truth. Forget that I also happen to run the quiz. <laughs> Be my solicitor.
5: Well, you're very inquisitive.
2: Nosy, you mean it? Yeah. Uh,
5: you're witty. You're ambitious. You have a strong will. And uh, if you hadn't become an actor, I think you might have become a scientist. The way you make some of your characters. I
2: I don't think so, Jeff. I took one of those scientific tests in the laboratory at UCLA just the other day. And three white rats and a guinea pig beat me to the cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm flattered by your diagnosis, Jerry. It's been an experience talking to you two, but now it's time to play You Bet Your Life. Let's see what we have here.
1: In the race for the $3,500, the first couple won $440, and the secret word is chair.
2: You select a geography, and remember, the more the question is worth, the harder it is. hundred? hundred. A hundred. In what country or principality do you find the fabulous resort city of Monte Carlo? Monaco. Monaco is right.
1: You'll <laughs> find a fine start. You have $200 in your bank.
2: You're up to a flying start. 90.
5: 90.
2: What famous cape on the coast of North Carolina is noted for its bad storms? Cape Hatteras. That's correct.
1: You now have $290. What next?
6: 80.
2: What country is directly east of Poland? East of Poland. Russia. Russia. Russia Russia. Russia is correct. You now have $370. The way things are going over there, Russia is east of everything. (laughs) 70. Okay, for $70, what is the former name of the country, now called Iran? Iran.
6: It used to be under the control of Turkey at one time. Probably what,
2: what, what. Yeah, it's, it's All right, I think it, uh, I think it should be I Turkey. I say Persia. Persia is right, and it's a
6: good
4: thing you stand up. <laughs> and you wind
2: up with $440. Thanks, and good luck with the soda-climate deal. Yes, you are right. <laughs> All right, George.
1: Proceed. Oh, we found a couple of young single people for you tonight, Groucho. Miss Eleanor Green and Mr. Noel Kennedy. Would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you'll find around the house. Noel Kennedy and Eleanor Green. Eh? Well, you're a fine-looking couple. Neither of you am, neither of you married? No. No,
4: I'm not, Groucho.
2: You're not married, eh? Would you like to get married someday, Eleanor?
3: Oh, I think every young girl would. They'd like a husband and a home and some children. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, you're in the right place. Have you, have you got a marriage license with you?
4: <laughs> well, no.
2: Don't you think that's pretty careless? You'd certainly never think of going fishing without a fishing license, would you?
3: <laughs> oh, well, I think that would be a different story. Did
2: you, well, you just think it's different, that's all. <laughs> Suckers the sucker, whether he's walking or swimming. <laughs> Well, let's find out something about you too, Eleanor. Where are you from?
3: I'm from Beverly Hills, California.
2: Beverly Hills. Yes. Huh? Oh. How long have you lived out here?
3: <laughs> Twenty-three years.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, you're a natural-born citizen, huh?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What sort of work do you do?
3: Well, I'm a third-grade teacher, Groucho.
2: You're a school teacher? Yes. Didn't have any school teachers like that when I went to school. <laughs> uh, you're Noel, Noel Kennedy?
0: Well, I prefer to be called Bill, Groucho.
2: You prefer to be called Bill Groucho?
4: <laughs> kind of, an, kind I of a silly name, is Bill, isn't Bill
2: it? Period. Huh? Bill Period. Bill Period, you want to be called? <laughs> Bill, Bill Kennedy. Bill Kennedy. Well, who is Noel? Uh, I'm confused. Noel Confused. Well, that's a nice name. <laughs> Uh, where are you from, uh, Noel? I'm from Brisbane, Australia. Oh, Australia! Oh,
0: uh-huh. well, what is it like in Brisbane? Well, Brisbane's a uh, big semi-tropical city. It's um, semi-tropical. Mu- mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Well, it's very much like LA, a little warmer.
2: What sort of work did you do in Brisbane?
0: Well, when I was younger, I went prospecting with an older brother in a place called Miami in well, Queensland. You were younger.
2: Mm-hmm. How old are you? Uh, I'm 24. Getting along, Bill. <laughs>
4: now,
2: where, where'd you say you went prospecting?
0: My uh, My. It's a uh, little place outside Bong Bong, which is in
2: mail section. My <laughs> <laughs> My is near Bong Bong?
4: <laughs>
2: that's right. Well, that's right across the river from Walla Walla, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, it's
0: in mail section 493, via Morani, via Marion, via Mackay,
2: North Queensland, Australia. You must get a lot of mail with an address like that. How do you get it? Is it floated ashore in a bottle?
0: Well, if you send a postcard, there's not much room for the uh, message.
2: No, I guess not. What's the reason you never got married, uh, Bill? Shrewd fellow, these Australians.
0: (laughs) No, I was always a little cynical, and I could never see any reason in giving away half my food to get the other half cooked.
4: Is
2: this the? Uh, is this the customary attitude by the Australian youths?
0: No, you're just to speaking
2: say. for yourself. Right?
0: Just personally.
2: You and st- I've changed a lot you, since then. You don't have this attitude about marriage at, at present, do you? No. Well, how recently have you changed? Not the last three minutes.
4: <laughs> That's a pretty good
2: estimate. Approximately and you, Eleanor. What would you require in the man that you will marry?
3: Oh, I'd like him to be nice-looking, and have a good sense of humor, and charming, and oh, he must be intelligent too.
2: No money. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Comes later.
2: Would you say you're intelligent, Bill? Well, I don't know
0: about that, but uh, I had an IQ test once, and you had what? I had an IQ test once, and it rated fairly high.
2: Well, uh, do you know what your IQ is, Eleanor?
3: A psychology teacher once took it, and it uh, came out 140.
2: Well, if it goes any higher, my advice is sell it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that that a pretty good uh, IQ, Bill? 140?
0: 140? That's very good. 140 is genius rating. Uh What's yours, do you know? (laughs) 141.5.
2: You mean we've got two geniuses up here? No wonder they're not married. They're too smart. Well, we're going to take an awful beating in the quiz. Bill, obviously, you have a lot in common. You you could have a good time on a brainy day. All right, let's play You Bet Your Life. We start to with the $100. If you miss a question, you lose half your bankroll.
1: In the race for the $3,500, the first two couples are tied... With $440 each
2: You selected music And remember, the more the question is worth The harder it is It's kind of a curious category for two geniuses, isn't it? <laughs> All right, now what do you want to start with? $10, 50 100 anything $70 70? $70, 70 dollars. Before Richard Rodgers teamed up with Oscar Hammerstein II He wrote many great songs with another talented lyricist What was his name? Larry Hart Larry Hart Larry Hart is correct
1: you now have $170 in your bankroll.
2: Now what do you want? 80, 80. Okay, the orchestra will play a longtime favorite. You tell me the name of it. Okay, Jack, play. What is it? My partner says jealous. jealous.
4: Jealous.
2: Oh, well, that's I'm... right. Jealous is right. You now have $250. $250. You want to go ahead? Yes. Mm-hmm. $90. 80. $80. Well, we're on to 90 Okay. Duke Ellington wrote this song, which became a big hit in 42. You identify it. Music maestro. What is it?
3: Don't get around much anymore.
2: Well, apparently you do. eh? (laughs) And you now have $340 in your bankroll. It's your last chance to beat the other couples? One hundred. One hundred doler? Doler, yeah. In George White's scandals of 26, that's 1926. This song was introduced for the first time. What's the name of it? The blue.
4: the Howie.
2: And besides all that, you have $440. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks and good luck from the Dakota Plymouth dealers. I hope you two are very happy.
1: And that means that all three couples on our show tonight, in just one minute, will get the chance of the Desoto Plymouth three thousand five (laughs) hundred dollar question. Magracho, here come the three couples. All of them timed for a chance of the Desoto Plymouth big question. They'll write down their answer on the cards that we've given them, and if uh, all three couples get it right, they'll divide the money among them.
2: Mob scene, Mary? Oh yes.
4: All right. (laughs)
2: That's wonderful. All right, here we go for $3,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on the single man, so between you, think carefully and please, no help from the audience. James Fenimore Cooper wrote five historical novels The Deerslayer, Last of the Mohicans, The Pathfinder, The Pioneers, and The Prairie. For $3,500, what was the name given to this internationally popular series of novels?
4: <laughs>
2: Write it down. Uh, this is a blank. From uh, Miss Carr and her partner? and Jimmy Walker. Yes. Leather stocking tails. And what is yours? No, uh, leather stocking tails.
4: Uh, it's this couple here. <laughs> Turn around. You
2: come back here, please. You folks, yeah. Well, Now let's see the gentleman in the uh, Shriners organization. Al Malika, Al Malika, and uh, and Jerry from Paducah. <laughs> yeah. from Barlow. Well, that's close enough. You win thirty-five hundred dollars. And how much in the quiz? They all four hundred and forty dollars. That's three thousand yeah. uh, nine
4: hundred and forty dollars.
2: Congratulations from the more than three thousand DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life.
1: Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth one thousand dollars. And don't miss Groucho's television show. Also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth, two great new cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
2: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... Just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic.
1: Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. If you can't control your temper, you can't control your driving, you Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith, music by Jack Meekin. This is George Feniman signing off for the more than 3,000 Desoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You'll Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world.